It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Well, hello, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hello. What do we say? I mean, what do we say? You can't say anything. People are too angry right I now. I can't. I can't. You don't... I can't. I can't. Can I just give you an example of how I can't even anymore? And I know I've given, I know we've talked about this a couple of times in the last week. Mm-hmm. But it's really, shit's really hitting the fan on social media. Like, yes, it is. I posted a great story update on the Amber Alert. If you're here in this area and, and beyond, you probably got that Amber Alert about these two girls, an abduction, scary, sad. Good news is they're both found safe. So I'll post a story like that on Facebook. Because that's a feel good, thank goodness, girls are safe. Oh, next level comments and anger and fighting. You would think that it would all what be like. What in the holy shit can people fight over, over girls being found safe and the Amber Alert system working? Let me give you some examples. Um, it starts off with, oh, I got that Amber Alert. I was worried. Glad to hear it. How come they don't send Amber Alert updates when people are found safe? Okay, look, I don't disagree with you. Maybe they just don't want to bombard people with alerts if they're good news, right? Only the bad news alerts go through. I don't really know the answer to that. Or maybe they're all delayed and we'll get them later today, even though they were found safe in the middle of the night, basically. Then someone else says, I'm pissed about this alert situation. I got two notifications on both of my phones that woke me up at separate occasions. Then someone else accuses that person of being a drug dealer, and then shit really hits the fan. (laughs) Then they're just fucking fighting nonstop about whether or not this guy's a drug dealer because he has two phones. Uh, (laughs) I can't. I can't. Oh, shit. I guess there's no point in saying calm down. No one's going to calm down. No, no. For me, it's... You know what it is? I... We'll do the COVID stuff later. How about that? We'll come back to the social media. We'll do the COVID stuff because I have a theory about where all this shit is coming from. And I actually start – I'm now starting to think that the the naysayers are starting to win. The people who are anti-mask, the people who think this is a conspiracy, I think they're starting to win. But we'll come back and talk about that because there's a whole bunch of other stuff we got to get to here, uh, including why are casinos open because what the fuck? Like, yeah. Wh- yeah. Wh- why I want to talk about that, open? too. Yeah. Uh, and will there be a second lockdown? That's another thing I got to talk about. It's National Coffee Day today. On Yay! average, we drink three coffees a day. Mm, that's I, a real lowball estimate, I'd I'm say. I'm shocked, actually, that, that's, that the average is more than I have. I do two. I'm a two a day, but only because if, unless it's the weekend, though, actually. Unless it's the weekend, I usually will do an afternoon coffee. But if I have an afternoon coffee during the week, I, I sometimes can't fall asleep. Very well. <laughs> so I usually stick to two in the morning and that's all I need for the day. So I'm surprised I'm below average because I, I consider myself a coffee fiend. I love coffee. Hmm. I love it too. I've got a really nice uh, espresso cappuccino maker here at my place. It's the one, uh, the Breville one that's got the hopper in the top where you put the beans in and it grinds them right there for you on the spot. And then you you make your espresso shot and do whatever you want with it. Now, I'm hardly a barista by any means, but it tastes better, guys. I know not everybody can afford one. I got given it as a gift, but uh, they're pretty damn awesome. So I like my afternoon coffee just as much as I like my morning coffee. That little second wave. Oh, shit. I said second wave. The second wave of caffeine Don't really feels good. Don't fucking bring coffee good. into the second wave, you bastard. <laughs> 
<laughs> so happy National Coffee Day. There's a lot of different promos that are happening. I don't know what Tim's is doing. I tried to go through their their Twitter, but unfortunately, all of their tweets are apologizing for various orders that got fucked up at different locations. Okay. So I couldn't figure it out there. Look, um, uh, do you find the coffee taste different at Tim's lately? I'm going to ask because I don't know. Like it was to the point this weekend I had a coffee and maybe it was just they screwed up at that uh, the last couple of times I've had them. <laughs> We're at two different locations, but I don't think that's it. I, I don't taste the coffee anymore. And I thought, shit, I have COVID. I can't taste this. I can't taste it. <laughs> but in asking around to people I know, they said they feel like the taste is different as well. And I don't know if the coffee got weaker or maybe I need to be purchasing stronger coffee because I do go back and forth between Starbucks. I love, I don't really discriminate against most of the popular coffee chains. I will do Tim's mostly because of convenience, to be honest with you, because there aren't enough Starbucks locations for my liking, but that's probably my go-to is Starbucks if I can get to a location. But if not Tim's, because it's usually everywhere and I'm fine with the McDonald's. I just hate waiting in the lines at McDonald's if it's like lunch or dinner time because I'm not getting food i just want a coffee so usually i'll just go to tim's and hope that the lineup's going to be quicker because most people just get coffee they should have an express line tim should have a coffee only line i know i totally i totally agree then you're gonna no wraps no bagels no fucking ice caps nothing just no express it's already ready we just pour it in a cup (sighs) add some sugar or cream or whatever and here you go i think they assume people will be like well fuck you then because there's a lot of people who will get a sandwich or a soup in line or whatever else they'll get so they're going to actually drive customers away with that, I think. Their probably. soup is expensive. Their soup, it's really expensive. The, uh, you can buy an entire can of soup for like 89 cents and, and Tim's is like four bucks for one bowl. It, yeah. it just seems a little ridiculous. I get that you're paying for the convenience, but you're really kind of holding people up. Um, and that's fine. If you want to eat at Tim's, by all means, go ahead. I don't give a shit. It's just, it is taking a long time lately. And there is something to what you said. Because I've noticed their coffee tastes a little different lately, too. Okay. Whereas I used to just drink, uh, drink their regular coffee. Now I'm going to the dark roast just to make it feel more like coffee. It's almost like the regular coffee is a little watered down now. I need That's exactly what I need to do is go to the dark roast. Do you find that helps? Uh, maybe I got to do that. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's, it's my taste buds. I don't know. Their dark roast, though, is like a, a blonde at Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks coffee tastes like coffee. That's hardcore in the morning. In yeah, fact, I, I like it. I, I like it. I like a good boom every now and again. Yeah, I mean, it really does feel like you're getting that shot of caffeine that you want. But uh, you might be onto something there. I don't know if Tim's changed their recipe or they're using a different supplier or what. Uh, by the way, for the Americans, you have other options besides Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Uh, Tim Hortons is a chain that you might find in different places. It's a Canadian company that tried to expand into America just very, very strangely. Um, so happy National Coffee Day, everybody. Can I read some DMs before we move on? Yeah, please. This one, uh, I shouldn't use names just because I don't know. Yeah, don't we, use we were We were talking about the guy who has a girlfriend... And his girlfriend doesn't like it. This uh, DM says, if Buddy's current girlfriend will not go out drinking with him at a pub till it closes, she is lame. Dump the zero. Get a hero. Yeah, I like it. Different take uh, from Ryan. Oh, shit. I said his name. Oh, well, that's fine. I think this is good. Uh, <laughs> hey, Scott, I just listened to today's podcast. And you commented on whether anyone is going to the movies right now. 
I've gone twice since they reopened. They're doing a great job at distancing guests. They're running it at very reduced capacity. Masks must be worn the entire time unless you're actively eating or drinking. It felt safe. Yeah, Ryan, that's great. Thank you very much. Next one. Scott, hope you're having a great day. I wanted to share an event that's coming up. I'm not reading an event thing. I'll do that later. It's amazing how many people message us. Can you mention this? Can you mention that? Uh, in a lot of cases, no, we can't. It has to go through like four or five different people. We can't just talk about it, just okay. so you know. Um, I got a DM from someone who listens to the podcast that's an aspiring m- musician that has questions. So can I okay. read this? Um, hey, Kat, I'm a singer and songwriter from Toronto. Love your podcast. Big fan of what you do. I just released a single, and I'd love to get on the radio to talk about it. Can I do that with you? Can I have an hey, interview? I got the exact same one. Okay, great. So here's here's something. Here's... There might be a lot of aspiring singers and songwriters and musicians, and that's awesome. Good for you. Uh, You've had definitely 2020 was the year to at least um, focus on those kinds of things, to focus on your craft, if you can do your craft from home, right? And that's one of those things maybe you can do. Mm -hmm. But that is ass backwards. So what you need to do is... First of all, that's fine if you put out a single. Um, how are you putting out a single, though? Did you throw it on your YouTube page? And Do you have representation? It's really tough, and I'm not saying it's impossible to just do it all by yourself. But if you're good enough, you should be able to score some representation to get it out to service radio stations, okay? So that's step one. And you kind of got to do that before you ask for an interview, when nobody knows who you are. And that might sting for some people to hear. Nobody fucking knows you and nobody fucking cares. That's hard to hear sometimes, but prove yourself first because you're not going to get an interview on the radio. If you don't have a reason for people to want to listen to you, we don't have airtime for people who are unknown basically is the truth of it. So, and all I'm speaking about all radio stations. So if you, if you do have a good song and you think it's really good, you got to take the steps to to get there. That's really the best way to go at it. Unless for some reason your video goes viral or your song goes viral before you get representation, enough so that they reach out to you and beg for you. And if you're that good, maybe it'll happen. But the percentage of people who, who go through that, it's very low. So your best bet is to make sure you have the proper representation, put the song out there, and then you won't even need to ask for an interview, my girl, because you will be request it everywhere and you'll be just fine. So that, those, that's my advice to you. We don't do interviews, um, podcast as well, um, unless people really know who you are. You also got to send it to radio. If you have a song out, first off, if you have representation, they will do that for you. But if you want to just go it alone and you're just a singer songwriter and you think you've got the next big number one hit, You've got to send it to radio properly. We don't play songs off of YouTube. We don't have like an aux cable that we can plug our phones into and play a song off of Spotify. It doesn't work like that. And a lot of people will send us their music by sending us a link to, oh, here, it's on Spotify. What do you think? What do you think? Here you go. Spotify. Give it a listen. We can't play it off of that. There's a couple of different ways that radio stations get it. I mean, you can send us a a CD if you want to burn it. (laughs) You can send it to us through the digital music delivery system. There's a lot of different ways, but you can't just send us a link to your video on YouTube and say, can you play my song? Most people aren't even going to take the time to listen to it. Like, that's the truth. That's just the truth. We're not going to take the time to listen to it because we've Uh, uh, everyone's busy, right? You've got to find a way to stand out. Absolutely. But that's probably not the best way of going at it. I don't listen to music that people send me, but only because I have no say in it. 
whether yeah. I love it or hate it will make zero impact on whether or not the radio station plays That's it. That's right. And we can push. I mean, Scott and I both have pushed for different people at different times. Doesn't mean that it'll necessarily happen. And sure, we can we can try. But again, like Scott mentioned, we're not we're not in music. So make sure you do your research, too. There's another point. Do your research. Figure out who the people that decide these things are uh, and talk to them. And just make sure you're not, you know... Um, you, you're respectful and do it in a respectful way and maybe you'll get a listen. Um, I get a kick out of all the moms that send us music. Oh, my kids. son wrote a song. Yeah. Listen to this. I know. And it's, it, it's just a piano. Yeah, just a piano and them singing a cappella, a ballad about uh, whatever. And... Uh, you know, I mean, you can go ahead and send that to Q107, but they're probably only going to play rock music because that's what they play. Mm-hmm. You you can go ahead and send your country song to 91.5 The Beat, but it, it's a top 40 station right. and they probably aren't going to play it. Yeah. So uh, send it to the right people. And there's some the best, real kingmakers in the industry that can really get you further along. Yeah. And we wish you guys the best. Um I do have a DM from, uh, I think it was Friday's podcast. We talked about shitting at your significant others for the first time. Was it Friday or Thursday? One of those days. Okay. So Chris sends me a message and I just had to read this because it's great. He's got a story. Uh, Hey, Kat, just listen to the podcast about taking a number two at your girlfriend or boyfriend's house when you're in a new relationship. And I had to share my story. A few years ago, I started seeing this girl and she'd recently bought a house. The house needed some work. So naturally, I wanted to make a good impression. I told her, I would come over and help her paint. After a couple hours of painting, it hit me. I needed to drop a deuce. It was just her and I there alone, but it gets worse. I went to the bathroom and that's when it happened. I plugged up the toilet. Oh shit. Oh yeah, literally. Literally. So I had to ask her after only hanging out with her a few times if she had a plunger. I was so embarrassed. What made it even worse She didn't fully move into the house yet, so she did not have a plunger. Needless to say, that night, I went out and bought her a housewarming gift, a brand new plunger. Thankfully, it all worked out. She probably nailed the fucking door shut, too. (laughs) Don't go in there. Don't you fucking dare. You go in that bathroom, even if it's your house, I don't give it. You stay out of there. Uh, Yeah, I would have, like, super glued that door shut. (laughs) I love this. Thankfully, it all worked out. We're still together to this day. Well, that's great. You know, Listen, you don't she, want that girl to see what your log looks like before she sees your dick. Like, <laughs> fuck. So, Chris, thank you for sending that. That's horrifying. But also, I'm glad it had a happy ending for you. That's terrible. Oh, that poor guy. He must have been mortified. mortified. And now what do we do? Mortified. Like, you've already taken the shit. It's not like you can put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like, what do you do there? Come on. You run. That Some people would have just fucking ran and never came back. You yep. know that. You, you just gently caress her cheek and look longingly in her eyes and say, we could have had something, but I really had to shit. And now I'll never see you again. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Sorry, this just isn't going to work out. Yep. By the way, your toilet's clogged and you don't have a plunger. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, faking it in bed is really closing the gender gap. According to a new survey, women will fake an orgasm in bed an average of 18% of the time. 18%. Does that seem high to you? Seem Uh, low? Maybe just about right? That seems just about right, I would say. Probably, Now, is that 18% of women faking orgasms? Or do you think that's all women 18% of the time faking an orgasm? Oh, I... Uh, I think that's 
I think that's probably people. Unfortunately, I I feel for you if you can't do it. There are some women that apparently really have a tough time, like really have a tough time, and they've tried all kinds of things and gadgets and whatnot to try to make it happen. And for whatever reason, I mean, each body is different, and and some women have a lot more trouble, uh, or perhaps their partner has a lot more trouble. I'm not sure what it is than others. So I think those particular people will fake it and they'll continue to fake it more so than others. Yeah. So I think it's people. Men are right there with them now. I Men don't get this. Hold on a fucking second. I don't fucking understand this. <laughs> I didn't even say it yet. 16% of the time, men will fake an orgasm. How? How? Tell me. Take me through the logistics. Okay, listen, you are thinking in a very literal sense, you want to see an ejaculation as verification of the orgasm. I want to see that fucking spunky proof. (laughs) (laughs) No shot, no orgasm. In your mind, that's what you're thinking. However, uh, you're familiar with the term whiskey dick? Right, yes, of course. Okay, so sometimes... And it's a sad, sad occasion. A guy's just going to come to the conclusion. <laughs> a guy will come to the conclusion that, you know, this is just not going to happen. I have tried fucking everything, and this is just not going to happen. But you don't want to make her upset about that because she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't pour a half a bottle of fucking rye down your throat. So you just you put on a little show, and everybody's happy, and then you can finally go to bed. Now, as for the actual act of ejaculation, like you are thinking, if you find yourself in the right circumstance, it's really just a big sloshy mess anyway, and you just hope she doesn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) You got the boots and the coat for that wet ass. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, are you wet you for for you or are you wet for me? Who fucking knows? Either way, I had a great time. You go to sleep. See you in the morning. Okay. Or, hey, your cab's here. Get out. You know, like there's a lot of different ways that you could do that. I'm not saying that people, I'm not saying that guys don't. I totally believe that it happens. I just want to know how that, how that works and how they get, they do it unnoticed. Or maybe they don't do it unnoticed. We don't know how much percentage of those people get caught, right? Right. Well, who's checking, really? I mean, is it like we're taking attendance in class? Like, did you ejaculate? Oh, Are you sure you, you would can? probably be surprised at how the lengths people will try to go to to figure out if you're faking it or not, maybe. I would think. There are some people that would. Can we not just have an honest conversation? I mean, if we're going to be at a stage where we're experimenting here with physical intimacy, can we not just say, hey, you know what? Good try there, Tiger, but I'm going to sleep. This isn't going to work. Like, do we have to put on this show and do yeah. the whole fucking song and dance? Or can we just say, you know what? It's fine. No big deal. I had a good time. Great. Thanks. Do we have to like act like we had an orgasm just to make the other person happy? Or can we just tell them, like, you're shit. You suck. You fucking suck. Or I it's me, not you. <laughs> I don't think you have to say those words exactly. But I'm with, I mean, I'm with you. Honesty. Honesty is the best policy. Um, and I think... You can work toward making it work, A, or B, be honest. And maybe let's say it's a whiskey, let's say it's a drinking situation. You know, just be honest and say, look, it's not happening because I drank too much. Don't 
try to force it out. I don't want to be sore the ne- tomorrow. You know, don't try to make it work. Let's just do this tomorrow when we're sober or something like that, and I'll make it up to you. But right now, it's not going to happen for me. Oh, Can't or- you do it like in a movie, like to be continued? Part two yeah, in theater part two. soon? <laughs> part two, <laughs> man. Soon. Part two. Um, and, and for the ladies, my girls, my girls, I like I said, I know from what I've heard, it's hard for some women. Uh, do your best to be honest, because otherwise, if this is a long-term relationship, you're going to be stuck with having to fake it. And that seems like way more work than you just saying, look, guy, you ain't found the spot. So keep trying and all will make it sexy and I will talk you through it and let's try to have fun with it. But let me help you get me there. And then once you figure it out and you master it, I won't need to keep asking you. I won't need right. to keep being disappointed. So honesty, I, unless you're talking about a one night stand that you're just like, I can't be bothered right now. I'm too fucking tired. Oh, yeah. Fuck right. Oh, yeah. OK, let me go to bed because fuck this. So I understand that. Because <laughs> fuck this. Oh, yeah, so what I said was wrong. But you can say, yeah, yeah I'm going to bed. Fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> no, it's, but what you said is. But the, the thing is, what you said isn't wrong. I, being honest not being harsh, being honest is totally appropriate either way. Guys or girls, just be honest. And I think you can't even be honest with that booty call. Like if you're, if you thought you'd feel it, maybe you got tired or he's terrible or she's terrible, whatever the case is, you just got to be like, you know what? Uh, Let's just cuddle or something or, or or find another way to be together or just get the fuck out. Sure. That's another thing. Like you, you, you know, you can call them into the booty call. You can easily call them the fuck out. So I think be honesty is key. That's how I would see it. The communication goes both ways, though. I mean, as much as you should be honest and say, listen, this just isn't happening. I don't want to be sore tomorrow or fuck, I'm bagged. I can't do this. I'm, I'm, it's not going to happen. Fine. You could also be honest enough to say, uh, you know what? I mean, I know how to do it. So don't take this the wrong way, but I'm just going to finish this off. And you can do it yourself, right? You can make this a, a team activity sure. in a way, but There's you a- know what you like. And if you know, if you really want that fucking orgasm and he's just not getting it done or she's not getting it done, just fucking do it. Yeah. So so that that's exactly a great example of what I mean by just finding something else, like finding another way. Like, let's try this. Let's try that. But that said, again, if we're talking about a relationship and you know there's people listening right now that that they're that person that's been in a relationship and they, they the person just can't. And I don't want to put it all on the person because I think it goes both ways here. You have to be as helpful as possible. Both sides. Both sides have to make it work, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and it doesn't, we know it doesn't take two to make it happen. But if you want to make it take two, that's what I think will bring you that bond. Because some people will literally not even look forward to doing it with their partner because they know, well, I'm going to have to finish myself off again, which is terrible. So... Well, I hope they fall asleep quick because yeah, I really want to like, get this done. Which is a t- which is terrible. So again, I find like go in there. This is what we're gonna do. Let's make this our mission. Mission impossible. Get this bitch off or whatever, and make it work together. You're That's- two smart people. Between the two of you, you can you figure can- out how to get one of you off. That's right. You can figure it out and have fun trying at least. Sure. And you know what? Consider yourself a scientist. We're going to do a little experiment here and see if this works. If it doesn't work, okay, all right, well, that didn't fucking work. We'll try something new tomorrow or the next day or 20 minutes from now. Who knows? There's lots of ways to get it done. We don't need to do this big fucking Shakespearean thing, putting on a show like, oh, my God, best ever. And you're really just thinking to yourself, I got to pee. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) 
nobody wants to find out that the person faked it on them because even if you'll say, oh, I won't take it personally, I understand the circumstance. No, it'll still make you feel bad. So Mm -hmm. let's not make that happen to begin with. Right. And, And maybe don't drink as much. If this is an important night coming up, maybe take it easy on the booze. Now, I am talking out of my ass here because I have never once heeded that example myself. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I believe you. I'm the guy who's going to be like, just so you know, I drank most of a bottle of vodka here, so I don't know what's going to happen. We might be here till Wednesday. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Seriously. You know, you can uh, maybe you do construction. You know, you can use that jackhammer all you fucking want, but sometimes it's just not going to break the concrete. It's just too hard in that one spot. So you got to move along. Mm-hmm. You can fucking plug away as long as you want and nothing's going to happen. In any case, uh, a couple other things here. We, you know what? This is fun. We might not even have time for the COVID shit today. We might not even have time and I'm okay you with that. You know what? That's okay. We can take a COVID break, man. I'm down yeah. for that. I am, too, just because I don't want to hear the backlash from it. Uh, Cardi B has patented a whole bunch of WAP products. There will be a long line of, of things that you can wear to proudly talk about your wet-ass pussy. Everything from headwear to athletic wear. Who's wearing WAP athletic wear, by the way? Who, who, who's doing that? Who's going to the gym with the WAP merch on? Yeah, I think some people will. That, that, that one I don't question as much as some others. WAP jewelry, WAP stickers, WAP posters. Really? You're going to hang up a poster that says WAP? I mean, unless you work in the office of a strip club, why the fuck would you have a poster up that says WAP on it? Or actually shows what a WAP is? Who's hanging that up in their house? Mm -hmm. Or in their office? Mm -hmm. Sports drinks? Alcoholic beverages? Well, you know, Scott, when you lose a little bit of uh, liquids, you got to put some back in the system. So, (laughs) sports drinks... That's a maybe. I maybe understand that. <laughs> the WAP Gatorade. <laughs> you got to figure out how to measure how much came out so you know how much to put back in. I'm just picturing someone in a boxing ring like, hang on, hang on, we got to stop fucking. I got to take a, a WAP Gatorade break. <laughs> Someone's feeding them at the, right by the ropes. Yeah, fucking take that Gatorade. Get back in there. Get back in there, you (laughs) slut. Get back in there. (laughs) The alcoholic beverages actually does make a lot of sense, though. I mean, if there was a WAP tequila, what guy isn't going to pick that up thinking he's going to get laid? I wonder if it works. I'll get me some of this. Uh, Spoiler alert. The tequila works most of the time. Just so you know. There's going to be WAP mineral water. I'd be questioning what's in it. What kind of what, minerals are yeah, minerals? Yeah, what kind of minerals and where did they come from? <laughs> you read the label as minerals in quotations. Minerals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking get your minerals here. Okay. All right, sure. Well, here, I'll feed you some fucking minerals. <laughs> That's awesome. One last question, and this came up a little bit on our FM radio show today. You can hear us Monday to Friday, 530 till 930 on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener. You can get that on the Radio Player Canada app or listen at 915thebeat.com. Is it time to start holding people accountable for the reviews they write online? Mm. If somebody writes something that's just flat out not fucking true, or they just write an overly aggressive online review, totally unjustified, should that business be able to sue the person who wrote that review? Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay, 
You know, it's funny you mentioned reviews because I think more of us shop online now. If you didn't before, I mean, I'm a frequent online shopper now, but I find more people are. So reviews are something a lot of people look to. And sometimes I'll look at reviews and I'll think there's no friggin' way it was that bad. I, I, I mean, especially specifically about the bad reviews. And I wonder about them sometimes. And some of them are so outrageous that I think I hope that's true, because if it's not, you should be held accountable. So in short, Scott, I'd have to say, yeah, I'd be OK with people held accountable because that's other people's livelihood. I, uh, I'll use an example here. So I bought this summer during the pandemic when I figured I'm going to be spending a lot more time in my yard. I bought one of those backyard living room type sets and I've got a, an outdoor rug and I've got two chairs, a coffee table and a little love seat. And I was reading reviews when I was trying to figure out which set I was going to buy. And the one that I ended up buying, the reviews on it weren't great. A lot of people. A lot were complaining. So hard to assemble. The holes don't line up. This is ridiculous. How can they put that little work into the quality and craftsmanship of this? They didn't uh, drill the holes at all right. They don't line up. If I was the guy at the factory who made that, I'd be livid reading those reviews because I took a chance on it. I bought it and it turned out to be a great set. I really, really like it. Good. But I also discovered the reason that so many people commented on how hard it was to assemble and how the holes don't line up is because those idiots didn't even read the fucking instructions. The very first thing it says in the instructions is when you're assembling it, put the screws in. Do not tighten until all the screws are in. So sure enough. I put this thing together, set the screw in, didn't tighten. Once all the screws were in, tightened it up, boom, perfect, solid as a rock. But clearly what happened is people just figured, oh, I mean, it just goes together like this. Okay, that's pretty easy. So they'd put a leg on, screw it in. Then they'd go and put the other leg on, screw it in. Other legs, screw it in, and so on and so forth. Well, when you do that, it pulls the legs in different directions because you've then tightened the screws. You've got to have all the screws in before you tighten it up. All those reviews were from people who shit on this product and the product. There was nothing wrong with it. It's just they are an idiot who didn't read the damn instructions. What's wrong with you people? Honestly, okay. So on that note, too, this one made me laugh, too. Um, when we were talking about it this morning, someone texted us and said that they were reading reviews for deck stains. They were looking for that's deck. That's deck stains. Deck stains. So someone gave it a one star angry caps you know those angry ones in all caps where they're really in the moment you know that this just happened to them they were pissed the person said what a terrible product i put this stain on and it came right off because it rained right after i put it on oh what in the fuck are you doing are you are you fucking new why would you put deck stain on and you know it's gonna rain i mean it's not like oh great bright sunny day clear skies for the next few days Oh, out of nowhere, a thunderstorm. Even if that did fucking happen, which it didn't, which it didn't, the deck stain company should not have to take the hit on that. No. That's your stupidity, my friend. Well, or a weird weather phenomenon. <laughs> that's who to blame if you really want to go that far-fetched. But that's probably not the case. Yeah, I mean, the reason it came up this morning is because there's a guy who's in a lot of shit because he went to Thailand or he was in Thailand for some reason and he stayed at a resort. And this guy decided he didn't want to drink their booze. He wanted to bring his own booze to the restaurant at this resort. 
Well, they've got a corking fee. We have that in Ontario. I don't know if people really realize this, but it was one of the few things Kathleen Wynne did that was good for this province. You can take your own wine if you go out for dinner now. But the restaurant is allowed to charge you an uncorking fee. So this resort tried to charge the guy the corking fee. He put up such a fucking fuss. And by the way, it wasn't even wine he brought. He brought a bottle of gin with him to dinner. I don't know who needs an entire fucking bottle of gin at dinner, but whatever. So he got into a big blowout with the management because they wanted to charge him for this. In the end, they ended up reversing the charge and saying, it's not worth it. Just get the fuck out of here. This guy shit on them. Google, TripAdvisor, all over the place, posting these horrible reviews. Well, there, they've got anti-defamation rules that also cover online reviews. So they're trying to sue him. He could be in a lot of shit mm-hmm. because he told all kinds of stories that were just not accurate. He didn't tell the whole story, and he made the resort look like a bunch of assholes. You shouldn't be able to completely defame a company wow. yeah. with nonsense. And also, it's not helpful for the rest of us. The whole point of reviews is that you can see... And read the experiences that other people have had. But it means nothing if it's not an authentic experience. If you just decided, you know what, I'm going to post a review on that that store where I buy my my coffee beans and say that they're shit because their prices have gone up and, and crap all over their selection and their rude staff and blah, blah, blah. That's not a fair thing to do. They're allowed to raise their prices. You don't have to shit on them because you personally don't like them. Review the actual product. And it's probably not a bad idea to start holding people accountable for the shit that they write online. I find for the most part, too, Scott, that people, it's those people, all caps, anger, that will review more than the people who had a good experience. And that's why I have learned that I need to start doing that a little bit more, knowing that, especially small businesses, I mean, they're suffering everywhere right now. So for me... If I have a good experience, a really good experience, I will go out of my way to give them a, a Google review. And I never used to like doing that because I thought, I don't mean, people don't need to know what I think. But I do realize that some people really do go off those reviews. So I do try to go out of my way to put those good reviews because I find most people only put them in when they suck. One star, what a fucking horrible experience. So that's why sometimes the ratings drop. So I go out of my way, and I know a lot of companies will ask for it now. They'll say, can you do us a favor? I had it happen, actually. I got my furnace tuned up, and I also wanted um, this place in Kitchener. I'll give them a shout-out, Air One. I wanted them to come by and take a look at my gas fireplace because I wanted it cleaned out, and there was also a part that keeps breaking off. So I wanted it fixed, too, and I just wanted to ask them questions about it. And instead of just doing, like, a gas fireplace tune-up, he could have easily just taken my money right then and there, done the tune-up, and been like, yeah, we don't have the parts for this, but you could do that another time. Or we'll order in a part, but it'll take you a while. The guy was super honest with me and said, you know what? It, you can go ahead and get this part. It's actually in at this fireplace place. He gave me the name and the number. He goes, they're pretty great. They'll get, they have the parts in stock for you and they'll also do the cleaning when they do it for you. So why would I clean this out for you and pay, make you pay me when you could just do that and it's all kind of part of a package? It'll make more sense for you. Like, thank you. Like, thank mm-hmm. you for your honesty. I appreciated that. So I went ahead and gave a five-star review because they also, I've noticed, like I said, businesses are asking for like, can you talk about us? Can you let people know? Because again, some businesses, not necessarily those kind, but restaurants, especially right now, like you mentioned, like this is a restaurant story that you're talking about. Yeah. They're, they've got, they're, they've been hit hard enough. So if you really love something, tell other people about it. I think now is the time, especially we need to really praise those businesses that are doing it right and drown out the noise of those fucking haters that just want to hate on the nitpickiest shit that really at the end of the day is their fault. I also like to 
let's be fair here. And I also want to say if we're all going to make a concerted effort to start being fair, honest and accurate in the online reviews, then the companies need to do that, too. And frankly, there's so many times when I've looked at the ratings and reviews on a product where I can just tell by the way it was written and the consistency between the first few five, six ratings that this is a company who probably got their staff or friends to write the review to make this product look better than it actually is. They weren't actual customers who spent money and bought the product mm-hmm. or used the service. Mm-hmm. It was, um, hey, we invented this cool pop-up tent that you can use in fields. And it's a really long, wordy review that was clearly written by someone who works for the company, and they got a bunch of friends to post reviews on it. That's not helping anybody either. Reviews are supposed to be helpful. You want the real-world experience here. So stop faking it one way or the other and just be honest is that fair that's totally fair i completely agree with you and on that we will say good day everybody thank you for listening to after nine hit that subscribe button get future episodes automatically tomorrow i'm i'm almost positive we'll do some covid shit just because we kind of took today off which i'm actually not even regretting at all uh it was a nice break today wasn't it yeah i totally agree with you yeah we'll get back into it tomorrow today was just a nice orgasm break nice Uh, you hopefully Ontario- you learned about some wops and some <laughs> orgasming and being nice to businesses. Would you like to hear today's case count? It just came down. Oh, yes, like please. 48 seconds ago. 554 new cases of COVID-19. Only 38,400 tests were completed. 251 more cases in Toronto. 106 in Ottawa. 79 in Peel. 43 in York Region. It's funny because 554 is an astonishing number, but people are going to hear 554 and think, going back oh, down. the numbers are going down already Good because job, there everyone. was 700 yesterday. Good That's job. not what Let's that re- means. The <laughs> numbers are not going down Open because the- there was 554 today and 700 yesterday. Reopen the strip clubs. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, and by the way, when we talk tomorrow about COVID, we'll just do a couple of teasers here because I do want to talk about the fact that they closed down strip clubs again. I'm, I'm curious why... Why some of the decisions that are being made to me, mm, I don't. I'm not really a fan of, to be honest with you. I don't necessarily think they should have shut down strip, strip clubs. So we will get into that and more tomorrow. Same. You don't feel they should have closed down strip no. clubs? No. Really? I, well, what I, I think that what happened is unfair. Yes. I think oh, that what happened I, I don't is know why they were open in the first place. Oh, okay. See, All right. Well, this will be a good conversation. It'll be, it'll be, it will, it will. And uh, same dirty time, same dirty fucking place tomorrow. So we'll see you there. See you, dirty Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.